Join the journey of our bug's life. Maddox Madhouse style. We now rejoin the journey of our bug's life. Maddox Madhouse style. Um, so she got released from the hospital, um, after about five or six days. I'm not entirely sure how many days she was there. And really, she didn't have any other problems for the rest of the year. Um, we did notice that when we talked to her, we kind of had to yell at her, um, after the pneumonia. Um, we just, she couldn't hear us unless we were talking really, really loud at her. But other than that, there were real, no no real side effects of it. No, not really. And then February of 18 hit. Oh, February. Huh, day of her fifth birthday party. February yeah. 3rd. She just turned five. And we noticed that she was exhibiting the same symptoms that she had in March of the previous year. So we took her back into primary children, or not primary children's, we took her back to Altaview and they did the chest x-ray and sure enough, she had pneumonia. It was just a different strain. I believe this one was viral pneumonia, whereas the one in March was bacterial pneumonia. Yep, that's what they said. Um, so it was a different strain. She was in the hospital for, I think, three days. She went in on a Saturday and got released on Tuesday. Yep. And again, it was a lot of the same that we'd experienced the previous same. year. Yep. I stayed in the hospital with her. Keith would bring Mary to me to nurse. Um, and at, at, you know, we had just lost Danny as well. Danny had passed away just months before. And so it was, you know, it, it wasn't just another added to the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then to top it all off, we had a doctor that it was the oh, first time that. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't like it, but um, and w- names will be withheld. But bottom line is, it was the first time that a doctor had actually not brought to our attention, but stated anything had the regarding nerve to state regarding Aria and her size as. Aria, very, very small girl. She's very, very tiny. Um, right now she is six years old, standing at 37-something inches, and she's 25 pounds. So she is itty-bitty living space. So you can imagine what she was at, you know, a year ago uh, when she was in the hospital with pneumonia well, the second time. She hasn't really changed. She has, I mean, she was a couple pounds lighter. She was down about 20, 20, 21 pounds. Yeah, she was a couple pounds lighter. But other than that, I mean, she's pretty much stayed the same size. Yeah, but they classified her as a failure to thrive, and that kind of set us off because we knew that at home she, she ate like a and horse. ate and <laughs> ate and ate. Yeah, I mean, it was well, primarily mac and cheese, too. Which is mac and cheese and cheeseburgers and fries. Those were her. Those are her favorite foods. But one thing that really made me angry with this doctor is she said that she wanted to get the authorities involved and she wanted to keep Arya in the hospital until she began to gain weight. And I tried telling her it's just genetics. You know, she, I was really small growing up. Um, I didn't weigh more than 100 pounds until I had my son in 2010. I was 95 pounds when I got pregnant with him. And, you know, daddy wasn't... I'm I'm not the largest of men. 
<laughs> He's really nice. My midsection may be large, but I am not. He's the tall from side to side in his midsection. Um, but growing up, he, you know, he was a twig too. Um, and this doctor told me, well, no, genetics has nothing to do with it. And um, insert funny here. So when she got admitted in this system. It had her as morbidly obese. <laughs> somebody clicked the wrong somebody, button. Somebody put in that she was um, 24 kilograms. No, it was, yeah, it was 24 kilograms instead of 24 pounds. And so it moved her to she was morbidly obese. And the staff and I got a good laugh out of that for many, many, many days. Um, but... You know, the the no genetics has nothing to do with it is very significant. Um, <laughs> you'll find out why in a minute. So we get released from that hospital stay. Um, and that one was also at Riverton. And I've learned I never want to go back to Riverton ever again. Because they just... They're, they're nice, kind people, but they have no idea what they're doing there. In for my the opinion, most part. for the most part. Um, so, so that was February of, of 17, or 18. 18. That was February of 18. Hello, my ears are mixed up. It all mushes together after a while. So, that was her birthday. Yeah, and not very fun. Uh, flash forward a few weeks, so we're sitting about mid-March. Actually, a year ago today. Okay. Here we go today. So, yes, we are recording this on March 12th. 11th. Nitpicking. But it's po posting on March 19th. Okay. Yes. But, anyway. Um, so, a year ago. Um, and actually, it was about three days before. So, it started about the 9th. Um, we noticed she started getting really fatigued. Um, didn't really have much of an appetite. Uh, wasn't her normal goofy silly self um, just kind of wanted to sleep all the time didn't really have a fever or anything um, so we just you know we wrote it off as okay maybe she just has the flu or a really bad cold or something um, and on March 11th um, we had gone to church and after our first block of meetings, we noticed, you know, she was still really fatigued, but uh, Keith was holding her and she was trying to talk and nothing was coming out of her mouth. Her mouth was moving, but no sound was coming out and I could see her getting very frustrated with herself. Um, and you know, we, we asked our bishop for a blessing on her. Um, for those who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, you know, you know what that entails. Um, and he said that she would be a hope to everyone around her, um, and that she would overcome this illness and overcome the trial. And you know, we didn't really know what that meant. Um, but I, I told my husband I thought she was having a stroke. And so after church, we got childcare for the rest of the kids and we took her to Alta View Hospital again. 
Um, and we told them what was going on. I, I let them know about her trying to talk and everything and they rushed her back and did a CAT scan on her. And after what felt like hours of waiting, um, the doctor came back in and said that they found swelling on the right side of her brain and that they were going to be admitting us to primary children's hospital. Sorry if I'm getting quiet. I'm a little bit emotional. This is hard for me to talk about. Um, so they sent us up to primary children's and we were in the ER at primary children's waiting for a bed until oh, I think, what was it? Six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and during that time, um, the doctor, lovely hippie doctor, she was actually really nice. Um, she wanted to test everything under the sun. So they did a spinal tap to see if she had meningitis and thankfully that came up negative. Um, and they decided not to do an MRI that night. Um, I don't remember why. Why didn't they do the MRI that night? They didn't have a team to do it. Oh. That's what I remember. I don't remember. But, um, anyway, so they, they opted not to do the MRI. Um, but they did end up um, putting her up in the neurotrauma unit. Um, and they did the MRI the following morning um, because she did have to be completely sedated for it um, because there's no way in heck that kid would have held still for <laughs> that long. Um, and uh, so um, they, they uh, came in after the MRI they, they did a couple different types of MRIs on her. Um, and, you know, we this whole time we're telling the doctors, you know, it's a stroke, it's a stroke. They said, no, it's not. Strokes are extremely uncommon. Um, in kids. In that kids age. that age. Um, I had also mentioned to one of the neurologists down in the ER that I thought she was maybe having seizures, and he said that that was highly unlikely that she didn't exhibit any symptoms of seizure activity. Um, but anyway, so they came back upstairs, um, after her MRI had come back and the neurology team said, okay, it looks like she had a stroke on her right occipital lobe. Um, and I just kind of looked at my husband and rolled my eyes going, I, I knew it. Um, and thankfully that neurologist didn't last. Thank you for listening and tune in next episode to continue the journey of our bug's life, Maddox Madhouse style.